This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast. It's your game preview version of the Cards Cast. I also have a guest coming on here later on on the podcast. Freshly minted University of Louisville football commitment Sailor Brown going to hop in with us and, and talk about his decision and, and many other things. So make sure you stick around with that. A uh, great guest as he is always. So uh, you're going to want to tune that in. But Jody, big opportunity for Louisville to, to uh, I guess I should introduce ourselves first. I'm Michael McCammon, senior writer from Cardinal Authority, joined by publisher Jody Demelin. And Jody, Louisville's a big opportunity at Cardinal Stadium uh, this weekend, trying to snap that two-game skid, um, see if they can win a close game. It would be nicer if they could win a, you know, going away would be even nicer but Syracuse coming into town they're feeling pretty good about themselves one of the, kind of the surprises of the ACC really this year if you, if you want to look at it that way but Louisville almost you know if you want to entertain bowl season this is a game that Louisville that many had circled on the on the on the schedule as one that you need to win if you want to get to the postseason yeah I, I um this is this is a much better team than 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 I think any of us anticipated Mm -hmm. um, this is a team that, um, you know, when I looked at the schedule, I think we ranked them. Um, I think when, when you looked at the schedule, like when it came out, so whenever that was way back in, you know, whatever, yeah. uh, when the, when the so schedule came out last January, I think we ranked the schedule from toughest to hardest. And I think we had them, uh, as the second to no Eastern Kentucky was the last, um, you had Duke as the, as the second to last and Syracuse, the third last and, and quite honestly, um, they're a lot better than 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 that. They're a lot better than anybody anticipated. Yeah. Um, it's kind of they're kind of a microcosm, really, of this of the ACC and the fact that they're better. But I'm not sure really how good they are, and I'm not sure how much better they are because some of the games that they have won have been crazy close games. You know, also, I mean, when you when you look down the thing that they lost, first of all, they lost to Rutgers seventeen to seven, but they. They lost to Florida State 33-30. They beat only beat Liberty by three points, but then they only lost to Wake Forest by three in overtime. They lost to Clemson by three, and they beat Boston College 21-6, beating Virginia Tech 41-36. I think that Virginia Tech game was the team that probably is worse than everybody thought they would be in Virginia Tech and the team that's better than they thought they would be in Syracuse. And I don't know that there's a whole lot of difference, as you saw by the 41-36 decision there. Look, this is a game, Michael – no matter what they are, how good they are, how bad they are, whatever, this is a game that Louisville has to win. I mean, they need to go out and take care of business in this game. Uh, going to be a little chilly, uh, but it's uh, Lamar Day, Lamar Jackson's uh, retirement day, and I would imagine it's going to be pretty exciting in the in the stadium tomorrow. Yeah, you know, when you look at these two teams, um, and, and I, I agree with you, hopefully you know, a good turnout for Lamar's uh, retirement of his number eight jersey. Um, and, you know, and they unveiled, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson way out in front of the stadium as well. So speed limit, eight miles an hour. So if you're going through there, keep it slow. You know, but when you look at these two teams, the Cardinals and the Orange and, and Brian Brown, defensive coordinator for UofL, kind of, you know, brought it up earlier this week. A lot of similarities on offense. I mean, you've got, uh, you know, two offenses where the quarterbacks run frequently. In fact, 
you know, Garrett Schrader, who Louisville briefly recruited once he made the decision to, to transfer out of Mississippi State, you know, is, is only trailing Malik by two rushing touchdowns. I think he's only maybe 20 yards behind him in rushing yards gained this year. So what do you expect, what you expect from Malik Cunningham? Kind of expect that to see from Garrett Schrader on Saturday uh, when the Syracuse are on offense. And to make it even more challenging, they have the, the number two running back, uh, you know, Sean Tucker uh, in the country. So two fantastic rushing weapons that the Louisville defense is certainly going to have to try to hang on to. Louisville's dominated this series, though, Michael, since, yeah. uh, since, the AC, since joining the ACC. Um, and, and quite honestly, uh, you take away that uh, oh, debacle night in the Dome just a few years ago, um, the Bobby Petrino, the two days before Bobby Petrino was fired, um, I still think that they used like seven quarterbacks. It just seemed like that maybe <laughs> yeah. that night. But you take away that debacle, and it is a total domination of the series between these two teams, including 30 to nothing last year when they held Syracuse to like 167 total yards. Again, this is a different Syracuse team, but hopefully Louisville can get some of that mojo going and kind of continue um, the domination in, in this series. I think, uh, again, the key, the key for Louisville on defense is to slow down uh, the rushing attack, but the key for Louisville on defense is not to give up any big crazy plays that are far that is that is passing because you don't want to get beat by the Syracuse, um, you know the Syracuse passing attack. They don't, they, they it's it's not, um, you know, it's not the worst. It's 117th, but it's not <laughs> far from being the worst. Um, nice it is, yeah, it, it it is exactly what Louisville's pass defense is ranked. So their pass offense is ranked 117. Louisville's pass defense is ranked 117. So you want to win the battle of those 117s. And that's <laughs> what, to me, is going to be the big key uh, on defense uh, and, and slowing down this, this attack. I, I think Louisville, it, it, the Syracuse defense is good. I don't know that it's as good as that Clemson defense last week. And we saw that Louisville could move the ball. Louisville's been able to move the ball on everybody, really. And, yeah. and, and so I'm not worried about them moving the ball. I'm worried about them getting the ball into the end zone. And, and again, even if you got – I know people don't like field goals, but even if you make you, – you get down there, you got to make the field goal. Like James Turner can't keep missing field goals. I think he's missed, you know, what, three in the last three weeks or four in the last four weeks or whatever it is. He can't continue to do that. He's got – Louisville has to put points on the board when they're in when they're down in the red zone. And if they don't, if they do that, I think that they're going to be successful in this game. Yeah, if, you, if you've gotten yourself into a consistent habit of losing close games, you don't want to. You certainly don't want to leave any points out on the field. And, and you're right, James Turner's got to be more effective. You know, and the offense themselves, once they get into the red zone, they've got they've got to be able to punch that into the end zone. And and granted, you know, Clemson doesn't give up many touchdowns in the red zone. Um, so you do have to give the Tigers some credit there. But when Louisville gets in there, they've certainly got to take business, especially against Syracuse this week. I'm, I'm with you, Jody. I think this is a must win. I've had Louisville going six and six all season. I'm still sitting there. But it, if they drop this game, I'm coming off the six and six line and and uh, probably not going to be making too many bowl plans, even though the opportunity still exists. But this is certainly a game at home, your final league conference game at home. Uh, so you need to take care of business and, and get the W and, and I like their chances. We'll have our picks up at cardinalauthority.com a little bit later. But also another big weekend, Jody, uh, for, for football recruiting. I mean, the staff's bringing in, a, you put up a story not too long ago, around 50 players uh, coming yeah. in 
uh, for another big visit weekend. Yeah, it, it's not, you know, it's not the, uh, the the weekend that it was last weekend. You're not going to have that yeah. every weekend. And they, and they, you know, they set that up to be perfect for last weekend um, in, in the game against Clemson, which was a night game and, and everything else. But this is a big weekend, not only because um, there's one of, Official visitor Jamal Shelby, the the kid from from New Orleans who uh, Louisville is not offered. It'll be interesting to see how much they like him and 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 will push for him. But a guy, D'Angelo Hutchinson, who made a visit early in uh, in October, he's back for an unofficial visit this weekend. He's currently committed to Iowa State. He's a safety prospect out of Florida that I think Louisville uh, is pretty is in there with in the mix, pretty good with. Uh, and then there's also. You know, other guys like Chris Bell, Tayshawn Trent, those wide receivers, you know, are scheduled to make it back. If they make it back, it would be the the second visit for Trent, the third visit for Bell. Those are guys that Louisville really wants. I think they're definitely going to take one or two wide receivers out of the uh, in the recruiting class, uh, along with a transfer portal wide receiver. So, so those two guys could be, you know, are kind of right in the mix with that. So, I, I, I think Michael, it's a big weekend for recruiting. And there will be some guys on campus that are already committed. Um, it will be uh, Isaiah Reed, the offensive lineman, Chance Morrow back again from North Carolina, the wide receiver, and uh, also Popeye Williams. And and your guest, Selah, will be there. That's right. Selah's going to be out there, you know, second weekend in a row as a commitment. Um, you know, and this is a guy, Jody, we were both out of his commitment thing, and you know, we've been tracking Selah Brown for, for years, it, it feels like. And, you know, this is a kid that you knew once – he made a decision on where he was going to go. He was going to jump in with both both feet to, and try and do just as Popeye and some of the other recruits are doing and, and doing their best to, to try to attract, uh, you know, recruits to, to come to Louisville and join their class. So, but yeah, another big weekend uh, for Louisville. I really like Tayshawn Trent, um, you know, the former Michigan uh, commit, uh, you know, currently has a couple crystal balls, uh, low confidence levels, but a couple crystal balls towards Louisville. So yeah, I think like you, if he shows back up on campus, then, then that's certainly a positive sign uh, for the Cardinals. Yeah, no, it's a very good sign. And uh, again, I think they'll take two of them. I'm not sure which two they will they really want or which two that they would definitely take. But um, I think they take two wide receivers in this uh, uh, in this recruiting class, and then they also, like I said, will probably take a a a, a guy out of the transfer portal, um, you know, as well. So yep. it's a it's a big weekend, and among that big weekend, Michael is uh, uh, you have uh, one of the guys who's going to be on campus. That's right, Sailor Brown. Before we bring him on, I do want to remind everybody, you probably heard me say it many times before. I'm going to remind you again. If you haven't signed up for our free newsletter, uh, you can hop onto the homepage right now, hit the drop-down menu, sign up for it. That makes sure you're not going to miss any of our daily content, whether it be stuff that Jody and I produce or stuff from around the ACC or even national. And, you know, as well as the text alerts. If there's a commitment, you're going to want to know about it right after that commitment's been made, and that's what the text alerts are for. So make sure you check both those out at uh, cardinalauthority.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Excited to bring in Sailor Brown into the Cards cast. Recently, freshly committed Sailor Brown, a University of Louisville commit four-star defensive lineman at a male high school. Sailor, how has life changed 
since you publicly told everybody I'm going to be a Cardinal? Oh, it's been amazing. Um, it's been a lot of pressure to let off my shoulders. Uh, I know there's been a decision awaiting for a lot of people to know in the public. And it, it's just been a, a big relief off my shoulders with a lot of things going on my senior year. Uh, me preparing for a, a, another state championship run um, and, and to win it all. But uh, just to get it out the way and get the college stuff out the way, uh, no more other colleges hitting me up. And it's just me focused on what I have to do for the rest of my senior year. Uh, it's great to be a card, actually. Um, I'm happy with my decision. And, of course, uh, I wouldn't have made my decision if I wasn't happy. Yep. Uh, and I, and I, feel, I feel really 100% positive uh, uh, going into my decision. I, that's what I felt. And um, just making that decision was big for me so I could uh, get it out the way and just focus on the rest of what I have to do this year. Yeah, focus on the on the football field and, and the classroom and eventually the basketball court. And um, Yes, sir. So growing up in Louisville, you know, big diehard Louisville fan as a kid growing up? Most definitely. Um, I grew up watching basketball, football, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Preston Brown, all them guys. My favorite game, actually, when I watched was probably the, the Sugar Bowl back when uh, we beat Florida. Nice. It, it was a big, big energized game. Um, just me being a fan, it's just crazy and surreal to actually uh, know that I'm going to be a part of that program next year and uh, be a game changer for those guys. Um, it's really a dream come true. Obviously, it's one of my goals on my list to make it to college and, of course, succeed and be great and work my butt off to get to the next level after that. And here you are. You're, you're well on your way. Um, since you've been committed, and we've talked about this a little bit, and I've seen you active on social media, you're already reaching out to, you know, some commits, some guys that have been that are coming in for visits and stuff. What's that been like, you know, now that being, you're on the other side, kind of a recruiter instead of being the recruitee, I guess, per se? <laughs> yeah, so over my recruiting process, I've witnessed a lot of guys that are committed to all these schools. They try to be the best recruiter for their school. Um, I've seen it all over Twitter, all over Instagram. They try to get guys younger or even guys in the same grade yeah. to uh, get them to commit and, and build a class. So with me committing, being on the other side of, uh, of the perspective now, now that I'm a card, uh, my goal is to build my recruiting class around me. And not only my recruiting class, I want to build the program up from, from 2023s, 2024s. I want to talk to all those guys too. Uh, I just want to be a positive leader and put a bug in the air and let them know that it's different because I'm actually from the city of Louisville. I'm not. I'm not anybody from a different city, trying to trying to get you to come to Louisville. I'm. Act, it means something to me because this is my city. I've been here longer than anybody else, um, and that that's not from this city in that program. And uh, just just for me in general, like I want to build Louisville up as a community. Um, I want to bring in the best basketball players. Uh, I want to bring in the best, you know volleyball players or the best, you know, golfers or whatever. I want to build up my 2022 class at UofL. And I also, not only football-wise, but just athletic-wise, I just want the program to continue being successful uh, for my years to come while I'm there and also when I graduate. Awesome. Yeah, I've noticed you've reached out to some football guys, uh, basketball prospects, uh, you know. So I imagine the, the coaching staffs have to be, to be loving that up, you know, seeing the guy so active. And, of course, you know, since you grew up here, I mean, you've experienced it. You know it. Yeah, you know, so right. what, what what a better voice, right? Right, most definitely. Definitely be the voice, the voice in the face of the program. There you go. Um, and kind of on that note, um, how much thought have you put into the name image likeness thing? Obviously, being a local guy playing for the local school probably gives you, you know, a little bit of a head start on uh, what that could potentially bring for you. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I've looked into the NIL stuff. Um, I've sat down and had conversations with my mom about my future and what I want. 
And uh, I w- of course, I want to major in business, but I think this is a huge opportunity for me staying home at UofL because my name, uh, Selah Brown, holds weight um, in this city more than, it, more than it holds weight in any other city in the world. Um, I'm already a household name around the city uh, in the state of Kentucky also. So I felt like this is a great start for me in the NIL, um, in the NIL world. Um, there's a lot of great businesses out there that I want to, you know, be in contact with eventually when I can. And I feel like my resume has already been built here in Louisville. Um, and, and it just wouldn't make sense for me to go somewhere else in a different city and try to build it back up again when I already have all the tools that I've been given uh, throughout my whole life here in Louisville. So that played one of the biggest parts uh, with me going to Louisville, as well as my academics, which I'm really serious about, yep. and also athletics, of course. Got to be serious about academics if you're going to mail, right? Most definitely. <laughs> uh, you know, and speaking of mail and Louisville, I mean, obviously it's been well documented throughout the decades. Um, mail's, you know, sent off some 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 of Louisville's greatest players have come out of mail. You know, it, no matter what the sport is, how's it feel? I mean, when you go in the gym, you see Daryl Griffith's jersey out there, Jason Osborne, so on. And, you know, your football field, same type of experiences. What's it? What, what's the thought process? Think, oh my gosh, at some point. My name's going to be up there with one of these male greats that went on to Louisville. Most definitely, yeah. So it's just a great feeling uh, knowing that this, this school has a rich tradition. Uh, a lot of guys have had success going through this school. And for me to be in this generation that we have now and to continue that success along with um, a few other guys that I've went to school with or I still go to school with presently, like Caleb Glenn and a lot of those guys that contribute to the history of male. Uh, Mayo is a great school. Um, I wouldn't have gone here if I thought it was a bad school. Honestly, Mayo is the best school in the state of Kentucky, private or public. It doesn't matter. Um, if you go here, you're going to be successful after high school. Uh, and just for that, for me being in the position that I'm in um, and to have my name recognized as one of the you know greatest names to be in Mayo's school history in general, uh, that's just a great, it's just a great thing to be a part. Uh, you got Michael Bush, you got Brown, you got, like you said, Griffith, a lot of those guys that went on to UofL. Uh, I'm just trying to continue the legacy and, of course, bring in guys from years and years uh, and let them know that, especially my generation right now, to let them know that uh, to keep this Louisville and this male to Louisville connection up, um, and it's going to be something serious in the next couple of years. Yeah, you flip through that UofL record book, you see, you know, Chris Redman, Michael Bush, Ivan Green, I mean, Doug Beaumont, you keep seeing all these names, you know, so mm-hmm. big shoes to fill there, Sailor. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. I'm up for the task, man. I'm a winner. I like winning. Yeah. Um, I always like I always like challenges, man. Challenges is good to face because you got you to gotta problem solve. And when, when with those challenges, there's always a leader that needs, that needs to be seeked. And uh, I feel like I have a good leadership role to lead whoever and, uh, you know, bring us upon the challenge and complete it. Yeah, when I, I being one of the people that were at uh, your uh, commitment announcement ceremony over at Mel High School, um, it was pretty impressive, you know, to, to you know hear your coach, your athletic director, and, and others talk so highly about you. Not not just on the field, but things you do off the field. Principal as well, you know, he brought up the fact that you're in choir. Um, that right. you, you know, you're you're just not a you know an athletic guy. I mean, you, you get involved in, in everything. What's what's that mean to you to to kind of get your hands involved in everything that's going on? Oh, uh, yeah. So me, uh, I just don't want to be known as an athlete that's great at just playing football or basketball. Uh, like I said, I want to impact the community. And also with my leadership, bro, like I want to impact people around me rather that rather if that's in the classroom, um, rather if that's in a club after school or whatever, or, you know, just football or basketball in general. Uh, I just want to be the voice. I want to be more than just 
uh, a stud football player or whatever people look at me as. I want to be like people have, you know, described me as a, a well, a well kid off the field, um, not just sports wise, but just just as a person in general. Um, and I try to, you know, every day keep people uplifted, keep one another because it's always good to spread positive energy. And um, I just don't want to be known as just like a football player, but I'm a great player outside of my equipment and outside of, you know, playing the sports I love. So uh, that's what I've been doing my lot, my whole life. Uh, I've been a positive person. You can ask anybody. Um, I never, I, honestly, I never fail to put a smile on people's faces, rather if it's cracking jokes or just saying something in general. Like, I just want to spread positivity around uh, in Louisville and also just be an extra positive person to spread positivity around in the world every day. That's pretty awesome. Um, you know, one of the things I hear when I'm talking to you or whoever the, the recruit may be or current member on the team, one of the things they say about Louisville is, and you hear it around college football, but some places it seems like it means a little bit more, um, is that culture world or the family atmosphere. And that seems like something that really has, you know, kind of taken ground under, under Scott Satterfield's leadership and, and the coaching staff that he has. What, how important was that to you? Um, obviously, it's big because you wanted to stay home and play for your home school that you grew up a fan of. But how big was it, you know, because of that type of environment that they've created over there? Oh, yeah. So just being just being from Louisville, um, it, it hits different and it'll hit different for 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 any for Jordan, for Marshawn and for all the guys that are from the city. Uh, this means something more than just playing for a college like I played football in Louisville my whole life. And just to have Louisville repping across my chest is, is different because I'm actually from the 502. And this is my stomping grounds, and this is where I've always been. And I feel like uh, when we go out to play these other ACC teams, it's just going to mean something more to me than it may mean to any other of my teammates that are not from here. Uh, it's a special place. Um, and, and, and just to witness the team, the college team of, uh, of Louisville throughout these years has been, has been fun to watch. But now it's my turn, and I feel like the, the uh, baton is being passed to me or the, or the fire sticks being passed to me. And uh, I'm the next generation up, being from Louisville, and I and my my job is to keep the culture going and bring in more guys from the city of Louisville, uh, and and do my part as a player and talk to talk to guys that are from the city that are still playing high school ball and get them to come to Louisville because I want to build a culture and continue a culture at U of L that's been stuck up for years and uh, you know it's always been positive energy around the program, uh, with the fan base, the coaches rather. If it's Coach Sat or the past coaches, U of L has always been a good program. Awesome. A uh, couple more questions, real quick, before I, I let you go. Um, I always like asking the defensive linemen um, what they think of Coach Mark Ivey. I um, mean, he's obviously a very fiery guy. You know, you, you can see him. Uh, fans can watch him if they're there in the, in the stands soon, early enough yeah. during pregame warmups. I mean, he gets in there with them. What's what's the relationship? What do you think of Coach uh, Ivey? Coach Ivy's a crazy dude, and of course you've seen it. You've seen it all over the internet. <laughs> you've seen it everywhere. You've seen it in person. He, he, he's about business, but hey, when it's time to play football, it's time to play football, man. Uh, when you're in that equipment, it's different. It's a different. It's a, it's a different feeling. Uh, he's hype, and, and I feel like the number one thing is honestly, if your coach isn't hype, and and then it, it it feeds off on the players, and you can see that. But like once you see Ivy hype, and the players are hype just as hype as him, and it gets you crunked up for the games. Uh, it, it just tunes you in, man. It just gets you locked in, and you just want to go out there and ball, man. Like, Coach Ivy's a different breed. Uh, he's definitely a different breed. You see it on the internet. Like, you know, he went viral. 
You see, yeah. you see the pregame warm ups. You've seen everything he does, uh, and of course, it, it shows with the D line. We have you know Yaya uh, Abdullah and all those guys, uh, and then of course it'll be me, Papa, and um, whoever else comes up with us next year and the year after that and the year after that. So uh, yeah, Ivy's a great dude, man. Lots of energy. I love the energy. It's going to keep me. It's going to keep me alive. Keep me pumped and keep Papa and all them pumped. And we're just going to have some fun. All right, before I let you go, and you alluded to this earlier in the conversation, regular season may be over, but you guys still got a lot of play for them. And you've reached the state championship in all three of your years prior to your senior year. Obviously, going for the fourth, won a state title in your freshman year. Right. Hopefully, hoping for a bookend. What's what's this experience now that you're in you know, one game already, one game into the, to the playoffs? What's this experience mean to you going, you know, trying to reach that, that state final for a fourth consecutive year in your high school career? Correct. Uh, so, yeah, it's been about business. Uh, this is my senior year, my last year of high school. Um, like I said, I, I've been to three state titles in a row. I know what it takes to get there, uh, hard work and dedication. Uh, I won my freshman year and fell short the last two years. Um, but, you know, we get another shot at getting back to the state championship uh, for my fourth year in a row. And some of these guys first year or maybe second year or whatever that may be. But it just gives us another opportunity. It gives me opportunity to lead. Uh, my teammates to a, a state championship and also my senior class, the 2022 class, to a state championship uh, ring of our own. Um, it means a lot. And also, like, you know, the regular season's over, um, but now it's a, it's a whole new season. Uh, it's time for business. Um, th these next five weeks or next four weeks we have left, it's just strictly business. It's a whole new season. Every week we're just trying to go 1-0. It's, it just resets every week, 0-0. Zero Trying to go one and zero every week. Just you know, it's, it's, it, it, you can't get to the place you want to be fast. You can't just jump to it. It takes steps. You have to take a step. Like you can't skip. You can't skip a staircase. You have yep. to take a step individually to get to the top. So that's what we've been doing. We've been working day in day out, uh, every day after school, um, per usual for hours and hours and hours, <laughs> getting good on good and just competing versus versus each other. That's what it takes, doesn't it? Yes, sir. All right. Well, appreciate it. Again, that's Sailor Brown, fresh University of Louisville uh, football commit, uh, now keeping busy on the recruiting trail. But best of luck um, on your chase for a state championship, Sailor. I appreciate you joining yes, the card. I appreciate it. Hey, L's up, baby. Let's go. Again, appreciate Sailor Brown joining us here in the Cards Cast today. Looking forward to him eventually suiting up for the red and black. Lining up on the defensive line as he does uh, Louisville's latest commitment. Big thanks up first form as the state championship continues uh, this week. And so best of luck to him and the male Bulldogs as they chase uh, a state championship in the 6A class. Uh, Going to have game picks, plenty of other information. We'll have a game recap. So make sure you keep checking at cardinalauthority.com. And we'll be back next week for the brand new episode of the Cards Cast. For publisher Jody Demling, I am uh, senior writer Michael McCammon. And this has been a Cards Cast.